Hello, welcome to the Dear Church Sincerely Interned Podcast, episode number two. Uh, my name is Bailey Horn. I'm glad you're here. I really am. I'm not just saying that. I uh, really am. Glad you're here. So, welcome. First off, uh, just welcome to this. Uh, I don't know how you found this podcast. Don't know why you're listening to this podcast, but um, either way, I'm glad you're here. Um, so something I do uh, every week with our uh, our guests on the show is I ask them to share a funny story of something that's happened to them in ministry, uh, just for the sake of vulnerability with you guys and uh, just openness and uh, comfortability. I suppose you could say that too. So uh, I, I ask that every week to our guests, but I, I realize I've never never shared that myself. Um, so, uh, I'm going to share that with you. So, it was my senior year of high school. Um, I had broken my pinky finger, and I had surgery. Uh, it was Friday the 13th, November. And, um, excuse me. And um, uh, our church was doing a lock-in that night, and I told my youth pastor I would be a leader. And so uh, I wasn't going to back out. So I had pinky surgery that morning. Uh, I was high on drugs, high as a kite. And that evening I had a uh, lock-in overnighter at the church. Uh, And so I go to the overnighter and um, running that day, had surgery, went to the overnighter. And uh, I I eventually fell asleep, which is rule number one, uh, bad by me, during an overnighter fall asleep and so I was asleep and uh, I had a cast on and and I had my hand on my chest and I was sleeping on the ground on my back and uh, one of the youth came up with an exercise ball and jumped on top of me um, landed on my hand uh, on my pinky that I had surgery on that morning uh, landed right on top of it and uh, it was hilariously awful (laughs) just awful pain um so i share that just to just to give you kind of a uh a funny story to share just so you know a little bit more about myself Uh, our guest today is a very funny guy in his own right uh malachi stewart Uh, malachi was my roommate uh freshman year at Bethel College, and and just a great guy all around. Never met a guy so loving and and selfless in my whole entire life. Um, Doing youth ministry, and uh, he's just a chill guy. That's the word I'm going to use to describe him. But without further ado, I'm going to let him describe himself. (laughs) So let's dive into this conversation with Malachi Stewart. All right, hey Malachi, welcome to the show. Super glad you're here. <laughs> Thanks, man. It's good. It's good. So, Malachi, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're doing right now. Oh, uh, like what I'm doing in life. Yeah. Ah, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, well, so my name is Malachi Wade Stewart, born and raised in Middlebury, Indiana. Uh, 
Right now in life, I am a sophomore in college at the old Bethel College. The old Bethel College. Woo! Ever since the mid 20th century. Uh, I, I'd say so myself, somewhere around there. So yeah, <laughs> that's that's me. Okay, that's good. So um, you're, you're studying ministry here at Bethel. Yes, sir. Why are you studying ministry? Uh, so, uh, like, what do you mean by that? Like, what what's my purpose or yeah, what drove why, me to it? Yeah, yeah. Why youth ministry instead of art ah. or a major <laughs> well, <laughs> or another wasted major? You know, like, I was called the Picasso people. of my school, so. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. you know, God called me something greater. Yeah. Nah. Uh, so I am in youth ministry because um, I was very heavily influenced by the uh, youth uh, directors and youth pastors that I met throughout my life and uh, just the mentorship and discipleship and the care that they had for me um, it really drove me to a passion that I wanted to give that to other younger kids I wanted to give them a uh, a possibility for um, just a place where they can open up and really find vulnerability and uh, yeah just that way to kind of find a new perspective of the world, you know? Sure. Rather than what they face at their school every day. Yeah, so basically just your youth pastor had an impact on you, and so you want to give that to other kids. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Other youth. Shouldn't say kids. Youth, yeah. Students here. Students, yeah. No, that's true. (laughs) So, Malachi, share a funny story from ministry that you've had uh, just to create a vulnerable environment here <laughs> all right man all right um so last year um this was my uh freshman uh going out of my freshman year my summer and i did a uh leadership team it was actually called lead team um so in that we would visit different summer camps and um we would be counselors or just kind of like backup help just for all the camps so they can kind of relax a little bit and we can uh, kind of do some ministry and stuff like that. So uh, one of the camps, uh, I shouldn't say camps, it was a convention. Have you ever heard of CDYC? For sure. Uh, Central District Youth Conference, I believe is that what is. it stands for. But um, So me and the team, uh, we were just kind of like backup crew. We would do kind of like the dirty work that none of the higher ups would really want to do. Um, in a sense, and uh, one of those uh, tasks that they gave us was they brought these giant like bags of, I don't, I don't even really know what it was, it was like this powder, and apparently when you mixed it with water, it was, a, it, it was like a slime, so they wanted us to make this uh, big slime pit, and they actually did it at Bethel's, one of Bethel's ponds. Oh boy. So they put all this uh, like slime powder in the pond, and at first it was like really cool because all the kids were like throwing slime at each other and stuff, and it was it was like really funny to watch. But um, eventually they started seeing dead fish come out <laughs> of the water, because like, the water was all slime. So all these dead fish were like were like just popping up, and they're like, "What is happening?" So um, we had. We had to get all the kids out of there, and they had to clean out the ponds, and it was like this giant mess. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I learned not to throw some powder uh, in a nice pond here. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. 
That's pretty good. Well, <laughs> let's dig into the meat of this, Malachi. I brought you on to talk about uh, how churches have interns and how yeah. they deal with interns. Definitely. And you yourself have had an internship or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just want to talk a little bit about that. So I guess the first question is what is, you know, let's start, let's start off by asking this. What is your worst experience <laughs> you've ever had during an internship? The worst. The worst experience. Man. Um, so I just talked about lead recently, and that's one thing that I consider an unofficial internship. So I'm going to consider it as an internship today. Um, but I don't really think that this is the worst thing, but maybe like the hardest thing that I went through at that time. Um, we were doing camps almost every single week throughout the summer. So I think as a grand total, I did 12 camps within three months. And the hardest part about that is just the physical and mental toll that came with that. Like doing ministry and doing a lot of physical um, like activities really puts a train on uh, someone's body after three months of doing it straight. So um, I would just have to say like, having that dependence on God for strength and energy every single day. Um, it was pretty difficult, I won't lie. Um, but with that difficulty, I think it brought a sense of like clarity to me personally. Like, hey, you can't live this life on your own. Like, You really do need the strength and the energy that God provides you with every day to get through this life. So it may have been hard, but it was life-changing at the same time. Sure. Yeah, that's tough. Burnout is a very real thing. Mm. So it's incredible how some of these camp people do it for years. Oh, yeah. Years at a time. It's, yeah. It's incredible. Uh, we actually just had, um, do you remember Erin Steele? Uh, yeah, I do actually. She actually just came back for a few days because she is now working full-time at a year-round camp. And she's just telling me about that and it just... It sounds crazy. Like, I don't think Incredible. I could ever do it. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So let's move on to this then, the opposite end. What is the best experience you've ever had during an internship? Mm. The best. The best experience. Um, I think the best experience for me, um, and this could go for either internship really. Uh, I did an internship the previous year for the summer and then lead. Um, but just the way that you see students uh, transform their lives throughout the summer or whatever time period you spend with them. Um, it gives you like kind of like this sense of accomplishment, I guess you could say. I don't think that's what we're really driving for in ministry, but like it just kind of gives you it, it gives you perspective on what your purpose is in life, mm-hmm. and uh, just seeing transformation and change and really. Uh, having that uh, ability to empower students throughout the way is really fulfilling for me, I'd have to say. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, Yeah, so you you would point it down less to a single experience, but more so in in addition of many things added up. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's good. So I want to talk about uh, churches and interns now. (laughs) Yeah. What's your opinion on how much experience churches desire in, say, a youth pastor before 
full-time ministry. So, for example, uh, you might not get a ministry job without a college degree in youth men and about 578 internships. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on that? Man, well, if I need 578 or whatever number you just said, if I need that many internships, well, then I might have a hard time finding my place in ministry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I, I have a lot of personal opinions about this topic. Um, I don't think that someone necessarily needs a college degree to go into ministry. I will say that. Um, I just know that I am pursuing my degree because... I think that for me, um, it gives me more perspective and a little more um, like preparation and understanding of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Um, so that's that's for me and why I'm getting a degree, but I don't necessarily think that people do need degrees. Now, when it comes to internships, um, mm, that is that is a hard topic because you do see a lot of professors and churches pushing for um, like experience and stuff like that. And a lot of churches don't hire uh, because you may not have a lot of experience. So um, I do think that internships and experiences like that are, are um, good and definitely do help in future full-time ministry situations. Um, but I would have to say that you don't need like a high number, like maybe like one or two, I think is really? a healthy number. Yeah. Yeah. Like good quality internships, I think uh, would prepare you for your full-time ministry. That's interesting. So just one or two. I, I personally think so. Yeah. Because if you have to do like 10, well then that's almost more than likely 10 years of your life. And by then I'm going to be 30. Like, sure. Yeah. I could have been running, I could have been like doing something else full time and being with a continual group of students and helping them too. Yeah, you don't want to be 27, 28 and just getting your first ministry gig. Mm. That's that's not where you want to be. I think churches sometimes need to go out on a limb. Yeah, people. for real. And uh, yeah, maybe bring someone on as an intern in hopes of Hiring them on staff afterwards? Yeah, I don't know. Definitely. I'm just speaking out loud, I guess, but it'd be a pretty interesting concept to bring someone on as an intern for maybe six months just to get the feel, get a reputation in the church, and then maybe bring them on full time. Yeah, for real. So, I mean, if you look at the ministry of Jesus, even, he just walked up to some people and said, hey, you know what? Follow me. And they didn't have any experience in what they were doing. You know, Jesus just said he gave them the opportunity and they listened. So, I mean, maybe our churches do need to be a little more willing to take a risk in that situation. But, yeah, I agree with you, man. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What's your vision for the church as far as interns go? I guess you just kind of touched on it, but what's your vision um, like what should an internship look like within a church? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it depends like size of the church and resources, but what should an internship look like in a church setting? Yeah. Um, so 
the way I've always perceived internships, and don't get me wrong, I'm a college student, so I, I definitely can't say that my opinion overrules others, but um, I personally believe that a good internship will provide mentorship, uh, the um, ability to mentor others, um, and possibly, but maybe not necessarily, speaking opportunities too. Because going into full-time ministry, you're probably going to be thrown into a few situations where you do need to preach the Word of God to a multitude of people. So I think if you're being mentored and you're having that ability to mentor others while also being able to preach the Word is huge for an internship. Now, like I definitely think that there are a lot of other things that need to go into internships too, like knowing how to uh, run a church behind the scenes or... Uh, learning how to do administration stuff and like um, programming a youth group and stuff like that but I personally believe that the key is knowing your um, abilities when it comes to sharing the Word of God like that that's my goal in life I want to be able to share and impact people based on what I believe in the Word of God sure yeah, that's good. So my church, the church I'm working at right now, has mm-hmm. a um, pretty, I guess it's gained quite a following within Christian colleges in the area. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say the name of the church or anything, but um, so this internship, a lot of it is, um, not a lot, I should say, uh, maybe 50% is that mentorship and the other 50% is uh, book reading, studying. Oh, Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? How should they divide up the time? Should it be, uh, how much of it should be theology? How much book reading? How much mentorship? How much speaking? How would you, if you were a youth <laughs> pastor, and you had an intern come in, how would you divide up their time? Man, you know, honestly, I don't think I could make it a set thing, mm-hmm. to be honest, because. Especially in ministry, you don't know what you're going to be doing the next day most of the time. Like, I think that ministry is an everyday thing where you're always, like, on your toes about what's going to happen next. So, um, but I would have to say that behind-the-scenes reading and acquiring uh, knowledge and learning is huge. Like, I agree with you on that. So, (laughs) if I had to put it in numbers, um, I would have to say... 50% 50% mentorship, 30% learning, 20% speaking. And no theology in there. Uh, I would I would kind of mix the reading and theology personally. Got it. Because I think with reading books other like beside the Bible and gaining more uh, perspective of uh, your theology, I guess you could say. Sure. Like I think that all kind of intertwines together. It really should. It should intertwine together. Um, no, that's good. So Malachi, I know we went for, uh, about 16 minutes. Um, but before we end, I want to ask you two more questions. Bring it. What's your dream church look like? Size wise, race wise, um, denomination wise, maybe? I don't know. Mm. What do you, what do you think? That is a good question. I just made it up. (laughs) So... If I had the capability to, I guess you could say, build a church, um, have a body 
of members. I, I personally would want it to be able to welcome people of all cultures, all nations, all tongues, you know. Um, I don't think that we're called to one specific people to build a church based on. I think we're supposed to build a church based on all cultures and all peoples. Um, but in regards to denomination and size, um, whatever the Lord hands me, for real, like, sure. uh, that's for size at least. And for denomination, um, I do think that denominations have their place, and I do think that denominations um, can create a space for positivity and both negativity in their own ways. Yeah. But I personally think that God can work outside of our own beliefs on him, you know? Sure. Like, I think if we put too much focus in one area of God, then we miss all the other areas of God. So whether that be a non-denominational church or a a, a denominational church that pushes its own borders, like, I think that the church should be willing to change and willing to progress and willing to move to where God is pushing them. That's how I would see my own church. Yeah, so something, it sounds like something kind of revolutionary. You think so? I think so. Something different. Something different for sure. Mm. Difference the word. So would, I guess there's not many churches that do that. Not not a whole ton of churches that do that really. Mm. Um, that have the resources to have interns. Mm. For the site. So do you settle... Um, I know you have an internship coming up. So do you settle for internships um, that might be more conservative, per se? Or, um, like, as you just described your dream church as being, uh, what I said, to be different, Mm -hmm. uh, revolutionary, kind of pushing the borders. Um, So how do you seek out internships? Do you just find stuff and you're like, okay, I'll just settle here for the summer? Do you mean for me personally where I find my place? Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you want something different, and not many churches have the resources to have that. Yeah. So how, how do you find an internship? How do you say yes to an internship if it's not exactly what you want? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, to be honest, I don't think that I can find a church that fits my needs. Like, because, I mean, or I should say once. I guarantee I can find a church that can fit my needs because the body of Christ is willing to pour into me in any situation. Yeah. Um, or at least I think that's how it should be. But um, as far as once, um, I think that I need to be willing to accept other people's ideas and thoughts and beliefs and be able to experience them and be able to form my own beliefs based on that. So I don't think I can go into a church and say, hey, you're doing it wrong, so I'm not going to work for you. I think I should be willing to, you know, maybe not work there full time if I do struggle with their beliefs and ideas, but at least experience it and be able to form my ideas off of it. Like say, hey, I can't agree with this. Hey, I can't agree with that. So I'm not putting myself in a position where I support the church or necessarily neglect the church either. Just kind of like experience it, rather. Sure, yeah. No, that totally makes sense. Um, That's good. So Malachi, give us 
This is unscripted. So give <laughs> How give much us, of this was scripted? <laughs> not going to share. So <laughs> share with us how... Um, yeah, I forget that question. <laughs> share with us a practical tool of ministry. Uh, before we close here, share a practical ministry tool that churches can take home if they have internships. It's like one nugget of wisdom. One nugget of wisdom. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I would have to say, kind of just going on like what I was talking about earlier, don't be afraid to push the limits. I think that God is a, a God without limits. I think he can move the church into a new place that it's never seen before. And I think the body of Christ just needs to be willing to what he's saying, willing to do what he's saying to us. Yeah, for sure. So Malachi, any closing thoughts? Any uh, final words? Shout-outs, maybe even. Shout-outs? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout-out to Bethel College for supporting me with my education. Uh, shout-out to uh, Reed Lyons for giving me an RA position next year. Pump for that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe Reed will hear this. And then... Probably not. Probably not. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> nah, for real, man. But thank you for inviting me on the show. Um, hey been a pleasure i know that my opinions are my opinions i'm not trying to push my opinions on anyone else because um if i did that then i'd just be a dictator of the church you know yeah and you know what i feel like everything you had to say really was just much less of your opinion and much less like churches take this information Mm. churches take what we're saying and and maybe form your internships around i'm not saying churches need to change the culture to yeah, no. house and intern, but I am saying you need to take some stuff into account if you want the right person. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I don't I don't think that churches are doing an awful job. In fact I think they're doing a good job at supporting internships because mm. I mean, if you think about it, it seems like internships are a pretty new concept within the last decade or so. I sure. mean maybe some before that, but um Giving that opportunity for young leaders to get experience and grow in the church culture, I think is huge. And I respect a lot of churches that do that. So I am thankful for that opportunity. And I'm not trying to say that churches do it wrong. I'm just trying to say that I do have my opinions on it. And I'm not going to push that on anyone else, you know. Mm-hmm. I love what's going on. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, do you have any maybe a life scripture you want to share? Um, or maybe even a joke? A joke. Clean jokes are preferred. So, <laughs> so um, where uh, I got a joke for you, actually. You'd rather share a joke. Than I, your I'd, life like first. Sh- <laughs> I'd like to. <laughs> hey, I, I've never been given this opportunity, so okay, I, I think I'm going to use it. Where part-time, do you think? Part-time comedian. That Noah stored the bees on the ark. Where. He stored them in the archives. <laughs> uh, you can't make corny this stuff joke up. of the day. You, there you go, church. You can't make this stuff up. <laughs> okay, well, guys, thanks for joining us. This is good. It's been good to sit down with a, a intern, just talk about what churches need to do as far as internships goes. Internships go. 
like internships, like on the on the ocean, like. Hey, I just gave you your chance to share jokes. That <laughs> ship has sailed. <laughs> Good. On that note. On that note. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you later. Peace. That has been our conversation with Malachi Stewart. I'm glad you joined us today. Um, my goal was that you would take away some practical things as a church leader. Um, maybe not even as a church leader, just as a leader over people in general. Um, you have people that are there temporarily. Um, push them to be better. Don't let them become um, mediocre or content in what they're doing. Push people to be better. That is the whole point. Um, I'm reminded of the passage in Hebrews 10, uh, verse 24. It says, uh, Let us consider how we may spur on one another uh, in love and good deeds. And, and what I get from that is spurring on each other includes pushing each other on to be better, encouraging each other. So um, my final thought before we end here is, how are you doing that? How are you pushing your your temps on, your interns on to be better, um, better equipped? Because if you bring an intern on, intern on, what you're saying in short is, you guys are the future of this. Uh, whatever you're in, you're saying, you guys are the future of it. So thanks for joining us. Next week, I'm really excited. We have a special guest on. Uh, check in on Twitter um, to see more about that as the following days continue. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you soon. Goodbye.